right today. The same is happening in big hospitals in big hospital systems. He lost last night. Biden looked like a schmuck. <laughs> it's hard not to look like a schmuck when you are a schmuck. Poor guy. So let's just get this straight here. Budagig, or Budagig is what we call him, slams those Christian Republicans. You won't believe this clip. Is Virginia turning blue? And is there anything we can do to stop it? Big donors are hitting the Commonwealth. We'll discuss that in. Democrats call for lawlessness. I kid you not, the debate was amazing. We'll cover it right now. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio, as the founding fathers intended. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this lovely afternoon. You can expect some pop-up storms, some rain here and there, scattered showers during your commute. So be careful going home, and let's have some fun. The weekend starts now. It does. Well, it started for us five minutes ago, but here we go. All right, coming up at four, is health care a right? If you watched the debate last night, they must have said that 26 times, maybe 27. I might have missed one. Healthcare is a right, they said, the entire debate. I'm beginning to think, is America bought into this? So we'll debate this and talk about it at 4 o'clock and get your, get your reaction to it. And is it wrong? Is it wrong for me to want the U.S. women's soccer team to lose today <clears throat> because of their stupid anti-American cap, uh, captain? Rip, 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 what's her name? Ripano? Rip. I can't pronounce it. I, I, is it wrong for me to want them to lose? I think it's rip a hole in my sock. No, it's not. Because I, I do. I want them to lose. Rip a hole in my shoe. I want them to lose because I'm sick of the little propaganda statements that have to be made by this uh, out-of-control soccer woman who thinks that uh, America sucks now. So anyway, Her we'll discuss that. Her name should be Kaepernick. Form. She wants to be Calvin Kaepernick. True. That's who she wants. She's anti-American and a psycho hose beast, to say the least. So <laughs> exactly. She just wants to be Kaepernick, the female version of Kaepernick. That's true. I think you're right. And um, coming up at 5, we will uh, play more of the debate for you in a much bigger way. And as Virginia is for smokers, if you're 21 and over. New law takes effect July 1st, and it is coming up on 4th of July. We'll, uh, we'll talk about what that means. And, of course, it means... A tremendous amount. Last night on the debate, I watched every single second, took notes, sat there, and uh, was just I, I, just shocked. I, I cannot believe half of America is full-blown, 100% bought in to the Democrats telling you they can fix it all with government. But first, did you notice Rachel Madcow and uh, Chuck Todd? Are they twins? Because, I, I be, think they are. They are the same. Related they are the exact same reaction, the exact same mannerisms. They're both the same size. I think maybe they're twins. There's some, uh, you know, male, female. Although they both might be males, they both might be females. It's hard to tell today. Well, Mad Cow's ratings have dropped so much because she was reporting all these crazy things that were not true. People were, you know, buying into it, listening to that psycho hose beast go over all of this garbage that was inaccurate. And then when it found out it wasn't true, her numbers dropped. I mean, they just tanked. I think they put her into this, you know, into this moderator mode for the uh, debates to try to show people that she can walk and chew gum at the same time. Did you see the two side by side? I I don't think they should not put Chuck Todd 
and Rachel Madcow together. I agree. I agree. They shouldn't put <laughs> anyone with think, Rachel Madcow. I'm not she sure. should, they should put her out to pass. I don't I, I don't I'm not so sure that's a good position for Chuck Todd. I mean, if you watch that show, she's bigger than Chuck Todd is. Chuck Todd's this little bitty guy. And that's what I'm saying. Either they're both men or both women, I don't know, but I guarantee they're from the same mother, if not the same father. They're, she's so there's no sarcastic. She's they both are. So sarcastic. Well, they and, both are, and their faces she... are identical. Their reactions are identical. They are the same person. I'm telling Rachel you. Rachel Madcow is Keith Oberman in a dress. She doesn't wear dresses. Well, that's doesn't true. wear she skirts either. She's a manly girl. She puts girl. her pants on one leg at a time like any Just other man. like the rest of us. Uh, exactly right. But All she's right, so, Keith Oberman on steroids. But besides... And he was horrible. Besides I us... what he's doing now. <laughs> besides us mocking the uh, moderators for what they are, there is an overall amazing philosophy difference. If you say there's no difference between these two parties... And by the way, I'm... I, there, there isn't much difference. There's a stupid party and there's an insane party. The stupid party is Republicans. The insane party is the Democrats. But you can't, you cannot deny there is an overarching premise from the Democrats that says one thing: you cannot do this without government. And they actually believe that if they're in charge of government, that they will divvy out the money and make it better for you and everyone else. And there was a group of Americans who have bought into this. Now, I was remembered last, or I recalled last night watching the debate, the debate for the Republicans. And I remember a question two years ago that was asked of the Republican uh, candidates for president. Here's that question. How do you win a national election when the Democrats are offering free health care, a free or subsidized college education, and you're the party that is seemingly offering nothing in the way of immediate, tangible benefit. I thought about that last night, and I thought, man, this party, the Democrat party, that is, there's nothing they can't give you with someone else's wallet. There's not a single problem they can't solve with your neighbor's money. And you... Most of you will say, absolutely, go get their money, fix my college. Go get their money, fix income inequality. Go get their money and make my life better. I, I, wonder, I wonder when the voters, the Democratic voters, are going to realize that they're not getting all of these promised goods. They're not getting all of this stuff. I remember an interview with a little lady from Ohio and uh this is back when Obama was elected, and she said, I'm going out and tell the truth because I didn't get a thing he promised. <laughs> Nothing. Really? He didn't give— he, you, you mean know, this government doesn't do all that? She said the first term, I, I understood he couldn't get everything done. But the second time around, I got nothing. The problem is we have a group of people looking for something. They have a group of people with their hands out that, that aren't— I don't want to say they're stupid people. I'm just saying they're hopeful people, wishful people, whatever you want to call it. But they're holding their hands out for the Democratic Party to plop all of this crap in their hands and nothing is going to land in their hands. They're I, not going to get free tuition. I think they're not going to get free they health care. They very well might no, for they're some. Not. No, they, they're not. Well, for some, you, you know what? For some, they might, but for everyone, not going to happen. So here's here's the deal. What's worse, a politician who caters to that ignorance or a group of people who actually think that the government has money to give out, that they don't first steal from someone? 
This was all put in context last night with one thing that happened with Kamala Harris. This is what happened, and I don't think you saw it, Richard, the same as me, or I don't even think our listeners saw it the same as me. Let me play the clip, and I'll explain. Here it is. Hey, guys, you know what? America does not want to witness a food fight. They want to know how we're going to put food on their table. Now... What an applause line, right? I didn't know the government was going to put food on their it, table. You did see it like me. I'm like, that's an applause line? I, have- so is there a group of people that sit around going, I want government. I'm voting for you to put food on my table. Do they ship it packed in dry ice? <laughs> and all you have to do is heat it up? Do they come to your house and set it? How does this work? Because now it's such BS. Isn't that unbelievable? It, it's so unbelievable. So and, and you know, you know, you know these candidates. They know they're not going to be able to do what they're promising everyone they will do. You no, know, the, you, I, you I, and I, me know I that. Believe you and I know that. that they know they, they can't. Of course, do they it. do. They're demagogue t- dictators. They're lying to get elected, and then they'll say it's different once you get to Washington. Kamala Harris. The Republicans stopped me from giving you everything I promised. Those dirty Republicans. That's a good point. Be angry at them. Kamala Harris makes a good line, but it is just so typical of the difference in the parties. They want, we want you to put food on our table. Kamala Harris, I don't want you anywhere near my table. I'll I want take you care to put food on my table. Ship <laughs> yeah, it to exactly. me in dry eyes. Ship right. it to me in dry eyes. All right. The big story, though, last it's night. never going to happen. You'll go hungry if you're waiting for that. The big story last night is the Democrats changed our entire immigration policy we've had since the beginning of the founding of this country, all voting for open borders. You won't believe it. That is next. And your phone calls, 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. And you're working hard to put food on your family. (laughs) Making radio great again. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. Well, if you ask me where I come from, here's what I tell everyone. Unless you're a Democrat. I was born by God's dear grace. I mean, seriously, after the debate last night, you want to say, this country sucks. There wasn't a single thing about the country that's good, according to the Democrats. Not a single one. In fact, one of the worst things about the United States of America is our immigration policy. And by the way, our current immigration policy is, come on over here. Once you get across the border, we got you. That's not the law, but it's how we treat it. In fact, last night, there was a question in the debate that really set me off. And it was because every single Democrat presidential candidate last night in the debate raised their hands that there should be no punishment for someone who comes into our country illegally. Here's one of the questions. If someone is here without documents and that is their only offense, is that person to be deported? No. So hang on a second. The key thing being only offense, meaning the only crime that they have broken. And by the way, without papers, you mean they came across the country, a border, and we have no clue who they are. We have no affiliation with what they're doing here. We don't know why they're here. Those kind of people. Well, how about somebody comes from Nicaragua, someone comes from Mexico, and then someone comes from Iran. Right. Exactly. Does the same law apply for the... Nicaraguan and the Mexican as it does for the Iranian who may, you know, well, we're here know. to start a terror cell. You know what? Why would 
a Middle Easterner across the border out of Mexico. It happens all the time. It happens all the time. Well, it's called OTMs other than Mexicans. Here's here's the clip (laughs) again. Someone is here without documents, and that is their only offense. Is that person to be deported? No. That person can be a part of this great American experience. Uh, this is the most disgusting. This to me Until they is mind blowing. A suitcase bomb in downtown New York. They can be part of this great democracy. The, every Democrat essentially said we should have no borders. This is amazing how far we've come in just a short time. Obama never even said that. The Democratic Party is lost. They don't like our country. They want to re- destroy our country. If we have no borders, we have no country. Obama wanted to Zero. build the fence. Obama, uh, Obama wanted to build the fence. Obama wanted to stop illegals from coming into this country. You, you so why is it? What's happened? You know, he was their shining knight, right? Their star, their rock star. But yet, he was against everything that Trump's against as far as illegals coming into this country. Last night, the Democratic Party rewrote the laws on immigration. Essentially, saying if you come here illegally, we have no idea what your intent is. We don't even know if you want to be an American. But if you come here illegally, you will not. You, you're, you're not going to get punished for that. Every Democrat said that last night. That is resetting the entire immigration policy that and our country on its ear. You know, I, I fly in an airplane a lot. And I would hate to think that someone could sneak by TSA and get on an airplane without ever being screened or checked. And I would have to say, oh, I'm okay with that. I don't care who they are. You know, they, But we you, do that every single day day in the United States of America, the Democratic Party has no problem with who comes into our country. They have no problem why they're here. The Democratic Party is destroying America. And it's not because they're from another country or they're a different culture. It's because we don't know who they are. And shouldn't we all, or can't we all agree that we should know who's coming into our country and why? Last night, the United States of America saw a party that wants to destroy that. You what what want, is happening? You just want to be a racist and profile these people. That's what you want. You just want to say, uh-uh, no. I don't like the looks of that guy. <laughs> Send him back across the border. I, I boarded an airplane in Kentucky, and three Middle Eastern men walked right through, no luggage, right through, and they get on the plane. Then they pull me and a little 75-year-old lady out of the line to make us take our shoes off. So when I started asking questions, they literally said, do you want to board this airplane? Well, yeah. Then you need to shut your mouth. Yeah. Well, that's their immigration policy. There's no difference. So here's here's how last night even went even further. Here's some demagoguery about the immigrant. We don't have time for that. Okay. We're out of, we'll, we'll play this on the backside. You won't believe how every... Thing that has happened on the border is Trump's fault. Yet I'm looking for a Democrat that can tell me the policy that has caused the crisis on the border, which, by the way, you Democrats said it didn't exist. We'll play the clips of their crisis next. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. The government is us and we're, we're doing things right. Scott and Richard Lee, the circus clowns of talk radio on 820 WNTW. <laughs> The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Got a uh, 
serious uh, programming update coming to the station. The Lee Brothers will uh, no longer be on the air here on 820 WNTW 92.7 FM on Fridays, 3 to 6. That announcement uh, is being made at first time right here, right now, as you can tell. We will be moving to Saturdays, 8 to 10, here on the same station. Uh, that doesn't... The, the, the programming changes of the radio program and the radio station are above and beyond the Lee Brothers. We don't make those decisions. We don't make those calls. We uh, go with the flow. As you can tell, uh, if you know anything about us in our past, we have, we've gone through changes in radio, what, six, seven different times? Uh, Only in 17 years. Right. So we understand how radio works and things fluctuate. Um, At least we think we do. Right. So we will be making a change. The, the, uh, the radio station will have uh, programming from Monday through Friday. It will not be part of us, but we will be here every Saturday from 8 to 10. Um, and uh, that doesn't start till July 13th. Correct. July 13th is the program. What a date to start change. that. Wow. The 13th. Worst dates. Like Apollo 13. All right, check us out at WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers takes you to our page. Great videos there. Obviously, uh, healthcare run by the government. It's a good reminder. But it's free. It's free. It's free. WNTWTheAnswer.com. Click on the Lee Brothers. Coming up, immigration, the demagoguery, all behind the debate last night. Those clips coming up. We are the Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. We built this city. We built this city on rock and roll. Just after 334, outside the capital of the Commonwealth of Virginia, the Lee Brothers. My name is Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend, and my brother. Sitting to my left, left, sometimes is far left, <laughs> is Richard Lee. All right, phone lines are open. 454-1366. 454-1366. What was your take on the de- debate last night? Biden got his butt kicked. Kamala Harris came out like she's a she's a big leftist, socialist, Marxist hero, and she, she is. But the big thing last night that we picked up on is their whole change of the immigration policy. Every Democrat now thinks that the border should be wide open. Anybody can come to our country, and if they, they're here illegally, that's fine. There is no more illegal. In fact, they want to get rid of the laws that say illegal. They all said that last night. And then they turn it around to make it sound like Trump himself has picked up children. He's gone into Mexico, grabbed some kids, brought them back to the United States, and thrown them in cages Here's Hickenlooper last night. Well, certainly the images we've seen this week just compound the emotional impact that the world is judging us by. The world is judging us by what what did we do? What's the policy that uh, made this this uh, this father and his daughter die in the in the the river this week? I know everyone saw the picture. What's the policy that Trump implemented that caused all these people to come here and do that? He didn't drain the river so they could cross comfortably. Good point. ...impact that the world is judging us by. If you'd ever told me any time in my life that 
this country would sanction federal agents to take children from the arms of their parents, oh, put them in cages. Are you kidding me? Actually put them up for adoption. In Colorado, we call that kidnapping. Uh, I, I would have told you. Yeah, the girl smoked a lot of pot, I would have told you it was unbelievable. Trump has done to these children, and it's not just in Colorado. Governor, you're right. It is kidnapping, and it's extremely important. Donald Trump is kidnapping kids on the border. Unbelievable. Do you believe this? These debates should be known as they just make it up as it goes along. Donald Trump's not going down there. He's not sending people down there. Go down there, kidnap some kids, put them up for adoption, tell their parents you don't know where they went. That's not happening. And he never signed a bill that said... Here's what I want you to do. When the kids come in, grab them from their... It's not how it worked. I don't know why people don't understand what's actually happening. This has been going on since Obama was president. But the people come here and they break the law. Get arrested. They get arrested. And what do you want to do with the children? We don't arrest children in the country. So I guess the Democrats would do better if we arrested them and their kids. Is it amnesty for a murderer or a bank robber or... Someone who assaults somebody if they have kids? Yeah. Is that what the deal is? <laughs> right. Amnesty, he's got children. You can't lock him up. He just killed three people. It doesn't matter. He's got kids. For us to realize that. If you forcibly take a child from their parents' arms, you are kidnapping them. That's not what's happening. Trump isn't for... They are coming to and breaking into a country. They are breaking the law. Our country has laws. I know the Democrats all last night said, we don't need laws anymore. But that would be lawlessness. We have laws of the country. Trump isn't grabbing kids out of the arms of some parent that was walking by the border one day. You take a husband and wife. Take you, Scott. You, you the husband, your wife's the wife, and y'all commit a heinous crime. I like that word, heinous. You two commit a crime together. They're going to take you and put you in jail, and they're going to take your kids and put, put them in into care. a foster right. care Whatever. system. Right. If they were kids, I mean, you're right. Yeah, right. That's what that's. So here's more of this insane woman. And if you take a a lot of children and you put them in a detainment center, thus inflicting chronic trauma upon them, that's called child abuse. This is collective child abuse. And when this is crime, both of those things are a crime. And if your government does it, that doesn't make it less of a crime. These are state-sponsored crimes. You know what collective child abuse is, is this garbage that they teach these children in the schools. The indoctrination centers filling their heads with this. This democratic mantra, this crap they put in their little heads, that's collective child abuse. She ended the statement by saying state-sponsored crimes. The Democratic Party last night looks at America as evil. And I see if you can paint Trump as some evil monger, then by all means, there's nothing you should do to stop Trump. Because, see, Trump's evil. He's ripping kids out of the arms of people. Everything that happened last night in the Democratic debate was about things that aren't accurate. One of the biggest things that happened last night that drove me crazy was Pete Buttigieg on immigration. This was the most appalling statement I heard the entire night. Listen to his take. We got to talk about one other thing because the Republican Party likes to cloak itself in the language of religion. By the way, I'm wondering what that is. I, what, what cloak? In language Are of you religion. Cloaked? 
The Republican I'm not Party cloaked right cloaks now. itself in the language of religion. What would it, what's the first word that help me, Pete? What's what's the language of religion? What's that sound like? What's give me a word that's the cloak the, means essentially to make us invisible, right? So we're invisible in the language of religion. I don't even know what he means. But anyway, he continues. Uh, hi, how are you? In the I'm language great. of religion. Hi, I'm now, great. Our I'm party close. doesn't talk about that as much. Largely for a very... His party didn't talk now, about that. Now, our party doesn't talk about that as much. Largely for a very good reason, which was we're we atheists. are committed to the separation of church and state. That's not why. Oh, we're that's about not it. why at all either. No. You just... you just. And by the way, separation of church and state doesn't mean you can't be a religious person or that you can't talk about it. But Pete thinks that's the case. And so he's trying to say, we don't talk about it because of separation of church and state, so you can't be a Christian and run for office, Pete? You, this is unbelievable. He could, what you hear is this the beginning. Here, continue. And we stand for people of any religion and people of no religion. And the Republican Party doesn't? So the Republican Party only stands for Christians? I'm, I, he continues. But we should call out hypocrisy when we see it. And for a party that associates itself with Christianity... To say that it is okay to suggest that God would smile on the division of families at the hands of federal agents, that God would condone Who said putting that? children in cages, has lost all claim to ever use religious language again. Vice President, I- the yeah, children are not in cages. You make it sound like you buy these dog kennels and you're shoving, you know, duck down, Junior. You got to get your head in the kennel. That's not, it's so far from the truth. My biggest problem. He shouldn't be butt gag. He should be butthead. The the the, the <laughs> it's perfect. The problem with what Pete just said is it's not true. No Christian is saying God is smiling on ripping kids. I mean, what the? Where did that come from? God has spoke to me and told me to rip kids from people's arms this weekend. So I'm going to the mall. Take care of business. I mean, it's that's what they make it sound like. Unbelievable. An applause line. For absolutely nothing. Nowhere is that happening. Nobody that I know is cloaking themselves in the language of religion as a Republican and then saying God is smiling down on taking kit. No, you're arguing with no one, Pete. Listen to how he ends this again. To say that it is okay to suggest that God would smile on the division of families at the hands of federal agents, that God would condone. Who said Who that? Who said that? Who are you Nobody arguing said with? That. Nobody said that. Other than you, butthead. He says it for an applause line, except here's the point. Nobody believes it. Nobody. 454-1366. Unbelievable. Walter from New Kent, you're on 820 WNTW and FM 92.7 with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Yes, Scott and and Lee. um, I'm very um, disappointed that you all want to be on Friday. Um, I think you did a good job, and... You know, and thanks for all your hard work. But but I also want to talk about this this deceit. Everything seems to be that America is bad, but yet we got people pouring across the border in record speed. And and yet it seems like the people outside the country don't even believe the nonsense, or they would be scared to come in here. And so it, it's really sad to see a bunch of people speak this bad about our country. And they don't speak like this about communism or socialism or any kind of, you know, Cuba is a place where people jump into shark-infested waters to get out. But they have universal health care. But these people don't have no problem with meeting with what Castro is dead. But if they could summon him or do a seance, they would meet him. 
but they they don't have it. But they talk about Trump like he's Hitler, and yet they they push socialism, which not the word Nazi means socialist. That's what it means in German. I took up German, and so these people are actually selling national. We already got national education, and the national education is pitiful. It's government cheese, yep. and now they want to get us. They have national health care, which will be government cheese. And you will be it'll be illegal for you to get it privately. That's right. But they will be but they will be getting theirs privately because they know it's junk. These yep. people are so dishonest. Tell us it's a shame. We got fake Indians, we got fake black <laughs> he's a fake black person with a southern droll. And right. we got fake um we got fake Mexicans, we got federal <laughs> work. We got everybody. Yeah, Walter. Walter, thank you. Breaking up there just a little bit, but no, thanks. I mean, you're 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 exactly right. And I, my hope, it is my hope that people who watched this debate last night are thinking this is so crazy. I mean, to think that they have changed the very laws of the country. Everyone, all of a sudden, every presidential candidate for the Democrats wants open borders, just like that. No, no punishment. You come here, you're not going to be removed. We don't care who you are. You come here, you're a great citizen by just by being here. It is preposterous and is actually it's it's very, very scary. All right. Your phone calls next. We'll, we're going to uh, we'll play another immigration clip for you. Uh, that th- This is just it, it's unbelievable. Immigration, by the way, is a climate problem. Could you not? 454-1366-454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Freedom isn't passed through the bloodstream. It's fought for daily. Fight alongside the Lee Brothers. My daddy served in the army. Lost his right eye, but he flew a flag out in our yard till the day that he died. He four five four thirteen sixty six. Phone lines are open. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Coming up at four o'clock. Is healthcare a right? Is it a right? I mean, as the founder, as the founders envisioned when they penned the Declaration of Independence, were they thinking you have a right to healthcare? No, they they didn't. They they. Probably it never entered their mind. Somebody got sick, they, they might do a bloodletting or something. <laughs> they bring a bucket of leeches out of the local creek and put them on you to suck the evilness out. That's coming up at four. But first, let's uh, go back blood to... Bloodletting? Yeah. Or the leeches? Coming up at four, we're going to have leeches all over Scott. you have to tune in on Facebook with our cameras so you can see him squirrel in pain. Not every policy is scientific muddy. <laughs> it's not. It's not indeed. That's true. But a bag. This this guy, but a but a judge. Butthead. But Pete. But a judge. Butthead. I want, I want, VP will be Beavis. I want to. I want to play this clip again because it's so <laughs> appalling about the way he 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 has condemnation and anger and hate for Christians, who by the way are horrible people. All they want to do is be nice to you and love your neighbor as yourself. But you're, you know, those people are unbelievable. But listen to his contempt for Christians in the Republican Party, his contempt for Republican Party in this statement again. We got to talk about one other thing, because the Republican Party likes to cloak itself in the language of religion. Now, our party doesn't talk about that as much, largely for a very good reason, which was we are committed to the separation of church and state, and we stand for people of any religion and people of no religion. But we should call out hypocrisy when we see it. And for a party that associates itself with Christianity, 
to say that it is okay to suggest that God would smile on the division of families at the hands of federal agents, that God would condone putting children in cages, has lost all claim to ever use religious language again. Vice President, you know what? No one, no one in either party has come out and said they're cloaked in religion. They're going to use God's word to separate children from families. Of course not. Nobody has said that. Nobody is going to say that other than butthead there. That's just just insane. And and the bobbleheads in the audience, you should go slam your head into a wall and knock some sense into you because if you believe that garbage, there's something seriously, you need counseling or something. I guess if you have a view... If you have a view that the Republicans cloak themselves in religious language, and it's a party of Christians, as he said. That sounds like a good Christian song. I'm cloaked. But, but if you if you believe that, then this statement by Pete is awesome. And you applaud it. Like, oh, how right. Nobody, but the problem with Pete's statement is no one believes that. Nobody. But it's an applause line, and the left ends up making the Republicans seem like there's some kind of heartless ogres. This isn't how the entire... Democrat debate is on topics. It's the the Republicans are pure evil. And they they put up a straw man about a Republican is, which isn't accurate. Then they knock it down and say, see how easy? None of it is true. The immigration debate last night was disgusting. Not only did they lie about Trump and his evil plans to rip kids out of the arms of people, but yeah, they run from him as fast as you can if you see him, <laughs> right. if you have a child in your arms. But uh, it's Trump. He's come to rip my child from my hands. Oh, no! Uh, the, 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 uh, exactly. This Inslee uh, guy, this guy was in the debate, not last night, but the night before, actually said this about immigration and the reason it exists. We will also importantly confront the causes of this immigration, one of which is we have climate refugees now because the climate crisis is making Central America uninhabitable for large parts of people. Uninhabitable. And Donald Trump keeps calling this a climate hoax. We have climate refugees, and we have to help give a chance for those people to stay in their ancestral homeland. <laughs> so those people need to stay cool. You know, let the dinosaurs that live in the jungles of South America roam this, this climate problem area and... Uh, let these people come up here and cool off. Let them cool their heels. Even under the the radical climate ch- scientist nutcases, the temperature of the overall planet has only gone up like 0.7 degrees in the last 70 years. But that's incredible. And the last seven. That's incredible. The last, by the way, last 17 years or 16 years, it hasn't gone up at all. Zero. You know, when fact, we were real little, we didn't have air conditioning in the house or in the car. And... Uh, now, now we do, and we can't live without it. So, if everybody's raising living standards <laughs> to the point where everybody's got a car, and everybody's got air conditioning, and everybody's got a big house, uh, well, the planet will boil over. See, we're partly responsible for the potential, the coming of the next boil over of this planet. I think they said it happened like 400 million years ago. I'm not sure, but the next boil over, I guess the cavemen back there figured out how to use air conditioning and so forth, and they caused a climate boil over. The next one's coming. We're all at fault. It's going to be kind of cool to watch. I guess Inslee doesn't know they have air conditioning down there. I mean, I'm going to get in the swimming pool and watch it boil over. That's what I'm going to do. 
Yeah. Oh, that's right. I'll boil it. Oh, man. You boil in water. Thank you. You don't want to be in the... Mark just saved my life because I would have been... I would have been cooked. Do you believe... Do you believe... I would have been buzzard meat. (laughs) I would have. Buzzards like cooked humans. You ever seen them eat one? There's something not right about about you. There's a lot of things. It's a list. Yeah. But in seriousness, this Inslee guy actually receives applause. He actually is believed. He actually states there are people in Honduras who can't live there anymore. Their client's not livable, so they have to come here. And it's because of Trump and his environmental policies. Anyone on that stage could have spoke gibberish. They could have got up there and said... Hey, Many of them did. Chickens are coming down at the mountains, and the ice is all on the ground. And then we boil over, and things blow up. They could said anything they want. People would have gone, "Yeah, this guy's really cool." They, they would clap at anything. I think that was Bernie anything. Sanders last night. Bernie Sanders looked he he almost looked like he was insane. Did he his lo- hair? Did he, he look like uh, Albert Einstein as usual? No, no. He almost he he got really agitated a couple times, and people are like, at some point they go, "This guy's just just a nut." So, have you seen the picture where it says it's Bernie Sanders? It says, "I rarely comb my hair, but when I do, I use a balloon." Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. The science of climate change is leaping out at us like a scene from a three D movie. Want to help Richard prove Scott's wrong once and for all? Call the Lee Brothers at four five four thirteen sixty six. Tom from Richmond, you're on 820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I just wanted to point out two things about the the speeches last night regarding immigration. Two things that the Democrats didn't cover. One was how they plan to fix it. Because uh, I've lived in those countries. I, I worked overseas. My father was a diplomat. I've been in many of those third world places. And what they don't tell you is in order to come in the right way, it, it costs easily $1,000 a person just to do the applications with the United States government, plus any additional fees you may have to pay a lawyer. But when you're earning $4,000 a year and you've got a family of five, it's kind of hard to do it the right way with the cost the way that they, they are. And, and the, the Democrats don't focus on that at all. The other thing is we wouldn't have as much illegal immigration if they would start to put the screws to the businessmen that hire illegal immigrants. So there's two things there, Tom, two things. Uh, One is uh, they have a plan. Their plan is to let everyone come in and not worry about it. I mean, what's the the gates? That's that's, yeah, that's not a problem. Come on down. You're the next contestant on Let's Be an American. What do we do about illegal aliens? In their book, there are none. There are no illegal aliens. You heard last They're night new in, in the Americans. debate. They're new. all here for that reason. They call them new Americans. We need a wall. That's what we need. Come in the right way. If it's expensive, I'm sorry. Just come in the right way. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Some are horrible people. Horrible human beings. Who cares? <laughs> Hilarious. I want to see Trump against the Democrats. I can't wait. So the Richmond uh, Richmond City has set to ban guns in public buildings and parks. Yeah, because that worked out well in Virginia Beach, right? Banning them. They were already banned there. Hmm. Is it wrong? Keep the honest people out. Is it wrong for me to want the United States women's soccer team to lose today to France? Is that? 
Is it just as well, wrong as our captain the, to hate America? For all the other people on the team that are not just trashy people, you know, treasonous almost, it's wrong. But you just want them to lose so the captain looks bad. Yes, I do. We'll discuss that coming up. And is health care a right? No, it was all over the debate last night. Is a right. That's next. Virginia Citizens and American Patriots, the only two-headed talk show in the capital of the Commonwealth. The Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee. Hi, I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, lovely Friday afternoon. It's a bit toasty out there. But uh, beware of some pop-up storms. Yeah, it's part of the boil loader. Boil, boil over has officially started. Turn off your ACs. Open your refrigerator doors to cool your homes now, if that's what you want. Stay out of the pool and prepare yourself for the boil over. It's best best to get your skin acclimated to the boil over temperatures, which are soon be coming. All right, coming up at 5, we're going to uh, see that Virginia is for smokers only if you're over 21. New law coming on July 1st. I like it. I know you do. I'm not sure that I'm a fan, but we'll discuss that and debate it. And the Democrats want you to pay more taxes. All that's coming up at 5. I like it. But first, July 4th is upon us. And I like it. Who doesn't? There must be some in the... I wonder if last night the Democrats have asked, July 4th, what's it mean? Hot dogs, hamburgers, right? Uh, kegs of beer, day at the pool, day at the river. Uh, you could probably go out on the street with a microphone and find out what party do they affiliate themselves with, right? And what is the meaning of the Fourth of July? And you probably learn <laughs> they lie. have no clue. July Fourth. Is very interesting because that's the signing of the Declaration of Independence, which I rarely hear Democrats mention, especially last night, but they mention rights a whole lot. You see, the Declaration starts and within the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which connect them with another. The very opening lines of the Declaration, talking about a government that was too intrusive, too big, too demanding. But then the second paragraph is the one everyone thinks about. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal. They are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights. Rights. Oh, goody. I can't wait to see what rights I have that are unalienable, that were given to me by my creator. Among those are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. But what what do you think the founders meant? When they use the word rights, do you think Thomas Jefferson, when pinning this, says, oh, I see. These are all things that I need. I should have written them in the Declaration. I need food, so I have a right to food. I need health care. Should I write that in here, too? They were writing the Declaration of Independence for Americans. For America. Well, it's for everybody. I mean, it, it's it, for it applies everybody. to everybody, but it is an American document. It, does, it yes. doesn't apply to people who come here illegally, commit crimes. Right. You get, you get, it's, it's sent it, back. It's, it's, it's right. not there for the new Americans, as, as they refer to them. The second they set foot on American soil, they are not new Americans. They're illegal aliens. They're American wannabes. Or they wouldn't no, be they're not. Here. No, some of them aren't. They don't come here to be Americans. They come here to either do harm or send money home or whatever, but not be an American. Yeah. So there, there is this perversion 
of the word rights. Because last bird, night, yeah. I must have heard 20,000 times, healthcare is a right. By the way, to the applause of the audience, who thinks that if we can classify it as a right, then I automatically have it. The first problem with identifying healthcare as a right is that someone else has to pay for it. No creator-given rights are paid for by someone else. Your right to life does not cost the taxpayer money. Now, your right to health care, if you define it that way, actually has to be paid for by someone else, which means you have to mandate that a doctor would actually have to do things for you and to you, and that we have to be paid by someone else. Did are you we hear prepa- what de Blagio had to say about paying for things? He, he Carbon copy of uh, Keith, what was his name? Keith Ellison. Ellison, yeah, yes. Yeah, about the people have money, it's the wrong answer. There's plenty of not broke. There's plenty of money. It's just the government doesn't have it. It's exactly what de Blagio said. There's plenty of money. So, folks out there, if you think we're not going to be able to give you everything we're promising you up here, (laughs) we're just going to take money from everyone because there's plenty of money. It's just in the hands of the wrong people. There's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. But as they go, so it's going to be used to make the case that health care is a right. So so here's here's the question. Everything, health care. Healthcare, it, you have the right to buy healthcare. You can buy it. You have the right to buy a hot dog with mustard and onions, too. You have the right to buy things. Healthcare is a product. Like anything like else. Like any, it's not like, it's, it's the same as saying, On this having a car is a basic human right. So get on down to the dealership and pick one out. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's, it's, exact a, it's the same, same thing. thing. It's a product. Exactly. It's a pro- If I go into Walmart tonight and pick out pallets full of crap and roll it up to the register, I'm just going out the door. Where are you going? I have a right to work. I have a right. This is a basic human right. Where does it end? What a phenomenal point. So where does it end? This is a good question for the left. It's a good question for Democrats. Is health care a right? Call and explain it to me. Four five four thirteen sixty six. But this right that they're saying is a perversion of the founding fathers' ideas. There's an abundance of problems when you when you begin to have this philosophy. And Richard just laid out some of them. But it, think about it: if the left can control the language, they can control policy. If there is a legitimate right to health care, it must be paid for by someone else, which infringes on their right to keep property, which is actually listed in the Declaration of Independence. Some of these plans, these health care plans that these brilliant individuals have come up with, tell the hospitals, this is what we're going to pay. You're going to take it. We're the government. Nana, nana, boo, boo. You can't exactly. <laughs> there's, there's Hillary's take on it. You, you can't. You can't collect any more money from us. This is all we're going to pay. So what are they going to do? They're, they've got a choice of coming after the person for the remaining balance, or they're going to have to, you know, the gentleman from Maryland flat out said, every hospital in this country, if we go to a straight government health care plan and that's it, and we dictate to them how much is going to be paid for this and that and this and that, they're all going to close their doors because they cannot Look, the argument, the argument, with healthcare, the argument with healthcare is, is, is big. You're right. It's huge. But the, the, the idea 
that healthcare is a right has to be refuted. It has to be shown that it is not a right that the founders set up. You're never, there's some people you are never, there's some incredibly intelligent people and there's some solid bricks with legs out there. Mm-hmm. You're not going to convince either one of them. That doesn't mean you don't have the debate. It doesn't mean you case. say, look, here's the deal. The, the, the rights are endowed by your creator. They are not things that can be given to you. There's a big difference between a need and a right. Healthcare is a basic need that everyone is free to pursue. The means that a government cannot infringe upon the right to pursue healthcare is not uh, one owns us healthcare. You don't, a healthcare is a good. It's like a food, it's just clothing and shelter. Why is it that if healthcare is a right, then Democrats tell me, why don't I have a right to food, shelter, all those other things paid for by people? This is a con and it must be stopped. A right is not something someone gives you. It is something that no one can take away. That is the definition of a right. A right is not something someone gives you. It is something that cannot be taken away by government. Unless they do an amendment. Unless they kill you. Then they're taking away your rights. All right, your phone calls on this. 454-1366. 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. And behind it will come other federal programs that will invade every area of freedom as we have known it in this country. Until one day, as Norman Thomas said, we will awake to find that we have socialism. And if you don't do this, and if I don't do it, one of these days, you and I are going to spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Kind, compassionate, and tolerant. Oh, wait, that's a different show. The Lee Brothers. Hubba, 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 hubba. Yeah, yabba doo, yabba dee. <laughs> I get to add in on this song. Lee Brothers, yeah. 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Democrat debate last night. How many yeah. Americans yeah. could they take health insurance from? I'm amazed uh-huh. that last night they asked a question. How many of you think that the, you got to get rid of private insurance? And nearly every hand went up. See, those people are, let me have them in a room for an hour. And then put them back in there and see how many of their hands come up. And there I is, promise you, they have no idea. Do, do you remember what they're talking about? Do you remember not so many years ago? I mean, just a few years ago, the argument about Obamacare and the same politicians were saying, no, no, you, if you like your insurance, you can, you can keep, keep your, your insurance. insurance until such time you can't keep your insurance. Do you remember you like this doctor, whole thing? You can keep your doctor until such time you can't keep your doctor. Because Mark when Warner, this kicks off, you're not keeping your doctor. Mark Warner promised us. In his election campaign, just a short years ago. He that, was the tiebreaker. He was the top tiebreaker, and he promised you could keep your doctor, and yep. you could keep your insurance company. It turns out, not only was that not true, but now every Democrat wants to get rid of this awesome thing called Obamacare and go to a single-payer system and take at least 100 million Americans away, your insurance away from you. They want to get rid of insurance? I thought that was the point, is to have insurance. The people are raising their hands. They don't know what single-payer system means. They have no idea what they're talking about. And and the, the people that are coming up with all of these great ideas, they don't have any idea what they're talking about either. I would bet you none of this is on paper in any form that's that's 
understandable. It's all probably a bunch of gibberish ideas. Hold on some one probably, I can't hear myself. Some probably written on napkins. I mean, it's it's a bunch of... But they, they're going to change health care just like Obama's going to change health care. He changed health care. What a mess. And they're going to make it worse. They're going Last to make night, it worse. <clears throat> two nights ago, Elizabeth Warren... People get used to anything, though. Actually, anything. actually the thing is interesting is every Democrat rants and rains and it can't stand the health insurance companies, but actually believes that if it's in a Medicaid system, Medicare system, and the federal government, that somehow you are going to get better service and better things. It's absolutely insane. There's no history of this anywhere, which makes me wonder, is Elizabeth Warren even understand what insurance companies do? If, Listen if, to this. If people raise their hands and said, Miss, Miss Warren, um, are you going to keep your current health care? Are you going to be right lumped into this group with us? It would be gibberish. Here's what she said the other night. It's us. It's astounding. Look at the business model of an insurance company. All right. First of all, stop right there. You have no idea what a business model <laughs> she, of an insurance company or any is. company. She has you no don't. clue. You, you even run a company. Here's the deal. You know what the business model of an insurance company is? I mean, I I hate to break this down for some Democrats, but listen, insurance is a transfer of risk. It means you look at your health and you think, what if something catastrophic happened to me and I couldn't pay for it? Then I want something. Then what I want an insurance company. So the insurance you find an insurance company that says, Hey, I will I will accept your risk. For this amount of money. And you agree to that. It's actually brilliant. Insurance is needed in so many ways because you of need that. good health care, Cigna. But the problem, Cigna, they are the best. The problem is, is that we ask our insurance company to pay for our copay at our monthly visit to the doctor, which is insane. Insurance was never meant to do that. Anyway, so Elizabeth Warren says, let's look at the business model be of, nice of an insurance company. Would. Listen to this. Look at the business model of an insurance company. It's to bring in as many dollars as they can in premiums and to pay out as few dollars as possible for your health care. So so hang on a second. Let's think about that. She should have started off by saying, as a Native American. (laughs) Exactly. Not. And and Elizabeth, what's the business model going to be of the federal government once everyone's in health care? What do you think it's going to be? Just giving out money freely to any? It's going to be massive restrictions. Rationing is going to be horrible. People are going to go in and say, you know, you've got a tumor in there and we're sure it's cancerous. We're going to have to take it out. What are you doing uh, in May? Well, May's two months away. No, no, no. 14 months. Exactly from now. right. We're going to try to work you in 14 months from now, but it might be August of the following year. So Before Elizabeth, we can get to you. So Elizabeth Warren. And that's real. That's to, realistic. Elizabeth Warren wants to trash insurance companies and lift up the federal government. It's insane. Here she continues. And to pay out as few dollars as possible for your health care. That leaves families with rising premiums, rising co-pays, and fighting with insurance companies to try to get the health care that their doctors say that they and their children need. So think about this. Right now, if your insurance company refuses to pay, does that mean you can't get the service? No. It just means the insurance company's not going to pay for it. When the you federal can get government, service. You can. you can pay it $5 a month exactly. if that's all you've got. But if the federal government is running health care and they say you can't get this, what do you think is going to happen? Do you have any options? 
You see how insane this is? You're going to be is? going to Canada or Mexico or try to get to Cuba. You're going to try to go somewhere else to get the health care? Unconscionable. These people are crazy. Your phone calls next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Honestly, guys, I never thought I'd die like this. I always thought I'd meet a nice girl and settle down and then she'd eat my head. So sad. Representing the end of political correctness. It's the Lee Brothers. Very comfortable that you are. Program notes. It's a broadcasting note that uh, we need to make an announcement. The Lee Brothers will no longer be on Fridays 3 to 6 here at 820 WNTW. As of July 13th. Moving to Saturday mornings from 8 to 10. The uh, we don't make is these. It eight to ten. We don't is make it. Eight the, to it is eight nine to, to eleven. Eight to ten. Eleven to twelve. It's eight to ten on Saturday, starting Friday. Uh, starting not Friday. How are you going to start on Friday when it's moving to a Saturday? I told you, Scott. You wrote the script for this. Anyway, um, there's really no script. July thirteenth, the Lee Brothers will be broadcasting eight to ten. We don't make uh, broadcasting decisions here at the station. Obviously, obviously. We, we've, <laughs> we've obviously enjoyed being here for the last three years from three to six on Fridays. We want and you to tell your friends and neighbors. It, it's a it's a it's been a pleasure doing that. And, and we're, we like the station and we're fans and your of family. Them, but they they change things and we know things about change. We've been on, what, four or five different radio stations and we know how things change and how uh, things get interrupted. So. As a programming note, just realize that July 13th will be our first show on Saturday, 8 to 10. We will no longer be here 3 to 6 on Friday. Are we excited about that? Um, yes you, and no. You call, I mean, there's, and, you call us and tell us if we're excited. <laughs> That's right. That would we be really do want to hear from you, and yeah. so we will know whether or not we're excited. All right, we, so, we can't make up our minds, and you could tell us that. 454-1366, the Lee Brothers uh, coming up. The soccer players, should we be pulling for the U.S. soccer team? I'm not sure. I, I'm not. I'm kind of halfway there, but this captain has got me ticked. We'll talk about that, play clips from her, and more on the debate. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Four. Zero diversity, complete intolerance, and a total lack of fairness. It's the Lee Brothers. I find it hard to say the things I want to say the most. I find a little bit of steady as I get close. I find a balance in the middle of the chaos. Send me love, send me high, send me never, send me down. I remember walking so in the November. Just after 434 outside the capital of the Commonwealth, Virginia, we are the Lee Brothers. That's my new song. I just located it. Virginia citizens and American patriots, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host and friend and brother. Say to life. his left. Sometimes his far left is Richard Lee. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of the United States of America, aren't we? We love the country. Yeah. We love, of course, I mean, of course. I mean, is there problems with you the know, country? We sure. are so blessed to have been born into this great nation. Because no think about the alternative. We could have landed anywhere. The chances of being born in the United States are very, very small. It's like less than one percent. And here we live in the greatest country. On the planet, and there is no you know, debate about this. By you the way. learn from this nation. You know, this is this nation is the most giving nation. It does so much for other people, right. it's and something. its people. We do so much for other people. Is there are there issues with the United States? Show me a country that doesn't have an issue. 
The biggest issue is we're going to boil over soon. <laughs> because and that's not America's fault, so by the way. And that's not America's fault. Explosive. I mean, we, we all have air conditioning. We all have two cars. This, Barack Obama is a visionary. Saw, and he saw what's coming. But so America, we all must believe. But America is not the problem to the environment. Forgiveness. America is not the problem for human rights. America right. is not the problem for freedom and liberty. America is the solution to these things. Hug a uh, tree today, people. If there is, if there is a... A barky one. If there is a problem with the country, do you burn it down? Do you say the flag's not worth standing for? Do you not sing the national anthem? If you don't like the do president of the United States, do you say, that's it, I've had it. Do I'm you not step singing back the and let the nation boil over and start again? You know, sometimes they'll burn off trees so new ones will grow. So this Megan, Is that what we do? That, this Megan Rapino or Rapino is Rapino. Rapino, and they're wondering what's the score. Do you know? It's two nothing. United States women's soccer team is winning. Crap. Two nothing. I want Rapino to lose. French people, Frenchy. Hey, get off your butt. Get out there and do something. Is it wrong for me to despise the U.S. women's soccer team because of this captain? And yes, by the way, there's it another. Is, it, it is. is wrong. It is oh, wrong. Oh, wait a minute. Why is it wrong? You're despising the entire team. Wait, wait a minute. She's despising. Despise hang the on, captain. Not the, captain, the entire team. The captain will not stand for the United States of America. Won't sing the national anthem and won't go to the White House. She when sucks she wins. at life. But hang on. Okay. Is, why is it okay for her to not like the country, the president, anything? And us, but and I have to like the team, even though she's part of it. Why can't no. I be like her? Why can't I you, say she sucks? You think she hates the, the team? team sucks? Does she think she rallies them? Says, "Okay, people, let's go out there and suck today. Let's really, what? really show America how we suck." Do you think that's what she does? She hates the nation, but does she hate her team? No. Should you? I didn't say she hated her team. You, you, you're. You're putting down the team, the whole team, because she of put down the entire United person. States of America because of Trump. I, I get that. And she I'm sucks. asking, why can't I? She should be fired away from the team. If she were fired from the team, would you then hate the team? No. Okay, then. So no, why I'm, should I'm, you look, hate the remainder be, of the team? I'm trying to be consistent with Megan Rapinoe or whatever her name is. She hates America because of Donald Trump. She won't stand for the national anthem. Therefore, I do not stand for the United States women's soccer team. They suck. Every one of them sucks. The country, the, the team doesn't hold to my values. So therefore, I want the team to lose. You're you're just mad because they're my, women's my soccer or? players and they're not at home making dinner for the man. Do you, do you think they're I'm mad at home about chained to the kitchen sink till the dishes are done? Do you think they're I'm, not at home handing another beer to their significant other? So you think I'm mad at the U.S. soccer team because they're women? Because they're women. Got it. You, you, you actually don't like women. I'm, I'm trying to be uh, massively consistent with how liberals think. If there's one person on the team that is the captain, then you have to hate the team and no, want don't. them to lose. You don't have to hate Ma the Megan team. Megan Rapinoe, being consistent with her thought, looks at the United States of America and says, Trump is evil. I will not stand for the national anthem and hates the country. The only way you could really hate the team is if you got to talk to each one one-on-one -on -one for five minutes. Hey, what do you think of America? What do you think of the Rapinoe psycho that will not stand... For the, uh, what do you think of all of that, and, and where do you stand on America, and how are you going to so vote? So you're suggesting in the next election, you're suggesting I Democrat shouldn't judge 
So you're suggesting I shouldn't judge the women's U.S. soccer team by their captain? Well, first of all, you shouldn't judge them because it's not the Christian thing to do. But I can since make a, you've gone down that road, I can you make a value judgment. not judge the remainder of the team because of that but you're, beast of a woman. I shouldn't. No. Okay. I actually agree with you. By the way, I can make a value wow. judgment. I, that's, I can make a value judgment on many things, and there's nothing non-Christian about making a value judgment. Do you but, mean many things like a lot of things or on many things like itty-bitty things you can make a value judgment on? Which do you mean? Are, are, you, are you serious? You quantitative or itty-bitty things. So I think, I think you're right. I think Megan Rapinoe shouldn't have influence on my hatred for the team. I could not I don't agree think, more. I think Megan Rapinoe shouldn't have hatred for the country based on Trump. I think Ray, uh, Megan Rapinoe shouldn't have the job as captain of that team. Right. She know, is, she's going to pull that stunt, they should, as Barney Fife once put it, nip it, nip it in the bud and get rid of that woman. <laughs> nip it in the bud. <laughs> Here's... Uh, Here's Rapinoe. She was asked about her recent statement. A reporter says, you can go to the White House after uh, you win. And she says, I'm not going to the effing White House. That's how she talks. That's what she said. That's a phenomenal view of her character. Who she she sounds is a British. Person. Yeah. They like to use that word a lot. At their recent press conference, she was asked about it. Here's what she said. I stand by the comments that I made about not wanting to go to the White House, um, with the exception of the expletive. My mom will be very upset about that. Um, but I think obviously entering um, with a lot of passion, considering how much you know, time and effort and pride we take in the platform um, that we have and using it. What platform? What is she talking about? A platform? platform? You're playing soccer. For the U.S., well, there's, no platform. Platform. there's no platform there. You're playing for the United States of America. How about shutting your pie hole and playing soccer? You have no platform to criticize the the president of the United States. You have no platform right. at all, Rapino. You're not Calvin Kaepernick. Is that you're you're I just. Think I think it's Colin. You're just a, uh, a mad, angry hose beast. <laughs> she is a mad person. And you're person. trying to get publicity by... Coming up with this garbage, this pure garbage. She continues. You know, time and effort and pride we take in the platform um, that we have and using it for good and for leaving the game in a better place and hopefully the world in a better place. Uh, what? What? That has nothing Women's to do soccer. with you not going to the White House. Women's soccer is going to ma- leave the world in a better place <laughs> because the she world? won't stand. Because she's a this captain woman on will team? not stand. For the anthem, and she is going to leave the world in a better place. She's a freak show. She continues. She, she is a freak show. Um, I don't think mm. that I would want to go, and um, I would encourage my teammates to think hard about lending that platform or having that co-opted um, by an administration that doesn't feel the same way and doesn't fight for the same things that, that we fight for. Wow. I think I understand where she's coming from with platform. The women's soccer team is a platform all its own. And they have at least 116 people that follow them everywhere they go. So they don't want to lend their platform to their 116 fans by going to the White House. So Rapinoe is telling her. She thinks she's got a worldwide platform. <laughs> and I would hate to burst your bubble, but. Until you pulled that stunt, nobody knew who you were. And two weeks from now, no, no one will care. know who you are. <laughs> but we can't go to the White House, right? Because you disagree you with something pass the on White an opportunity? House is doing. freaking believable. If Barack woman- Obama had called here and said, hey, Lee Brothers, yeah. how are you doing? Yeah. 
you know, I'm making it up as I go along as usual. But I want to invite you guys up to the White House. So when you when you want us there? Well, here's what I'm uh, saying. Two hours, we would be off the air in the car en route to the White House. I would say, I'm sorry, sir, you don't uphold my values. That's ridiculous. I would have it's said, so sir, I'll come up ridiculous. there, but uh, I can't stand for any anthem or anything. Is that okay with you? Yeah. I want to bring my platform with me. Here, here's what Megan. Megan sounds like every other whacked liberal who thinks that these these issues that she has are so important. Only a leftist anti-American would ever make a statement like this. You just don't see these things happening in conservative constitutional people. They don't think this way. They like the United States. No matter who the president is, they honor the president of the United States, even when they disagree with everything. But somehow, Megan is able to have both sides of this. You have to like me because I'm doing the patriotic thing while I trash the country. And don't you see? And by the way, I want you to like my team and like me. I'm sorry, Megan. It doesn't work that way. I have a platform. Doesn't that make anyone else mad? Don't you want them to lose today? This is exactly what time both my sons were born. I just I had to point that out because the clock on the clock says it's four forty four on Friday afternoon. Four forty four is the time that both of my sons were born, even though they're years apart. Is that not cool? That is cool. I'm All gonna right. stop and play that number on the your pick three lottery. I think they have a pick three lottery. Your phone calls are next. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Four five four thirteen sixty six. Lee Brothers eight twenty WNTW ninety two point seven FM. Scott and Richard Lee. The Circus Clowns of Talk Radio on 820 WNTW. I think we have to rethink how we define what constitutes a successful economy. Then I saw her face. Now I'm a believer. She's not going to be the nominee. See, that's what something Joe Biden would say. And then this song would play. And he would say, I saw her face. And he would walk right off the podium. And, uh, and Neil Smith, an old butt buddy. Are you here, Neil? <laughs> Especially if it's a biker chick. Old butt buddy. Butt buddy with biker chicks in the White House. I think... I think Sleeping we'll, in the Lincoln bedroom. We'll talk about this coming up, but Joe Biden, I, don't think, I do not think, will be the nominee. I can hear him now. If motorcycles around when Abraham Lincoln was president, he would have been a biker, too. What, what are you in the biker thing? What is this all about? Why do you keep mentioning I this? I can't get over the pictures of Biden in the biker bars. I think it was up in Pennsylvania. He was, there's all these different pictures of him. Okay. Hands on all these ladies. The biker's looking all pissed. And but so Joe you Biden think it's going to be part of his campaign or something? Of his life. You think it's going to be part of his campaign or something? I don't understand. I think what? it should be because the bikers, there's a lot of bikers in the country and they are a voter base. The, the, the ones that are not felons. The, the, Let me put it that, that way. No, that is their voting base. Democrats, the voting base is the illegal alien. That's, I don't know. New they, American. They, they can't even vote can you, can you get, why can't you get this straight? New American. I will never say that. New Americans are those who come you here illegally. You Now you owe me $20. New, new Americans will come here. New Americans are those who come here legally. They're coming the right citizenship now. question, and they love the country and want to be a part of it. Those are Not in a democratic Playbook. A new American is anyone who comes across and puts their foot on American soil. Not every policy is scientific muddy. So the Richmond City Council. You're so right. uh, On Monday took a symbolic vote to prohibit carrying guns in city buildings and parks. The ban was proposed by the mayor 
and it uh, sailed through the, the, uh, the, the council meeting on Thursday. And there's a big meeting scheduled next Monday for all nine member council to discuss and potentially vote on it. However, the ordinance would not take effect unless state lawmakers granted localities the authority to ban firearms in municipal buildings. I find this the most unbelievable attempt by the mayor. Because why does he think for just even a split second that a gun-free zone works? Virginia Beach municipal building shooting was a gun-free zone. They didn't allow guns there, mayor. Why do you think all of a sudden, well, here's an answer to this shooting in Virginia Beach. We're not going to allow guns. It's just asinine. Why can't they see that the criminals don't pay attention to any laws anyway? They they don't. If they you know if they're walking down the street and say, "Oh, I'm short on money," and they walk into a little grocery store and rob, they don't pay any attention to the laws that already exist. If they want to carry a gun in and shoot up a bunch of people, wouldn't it be better to have ten, twenty armed, trained people that are legally carrying their firearms in there to protect the lives of others? Wouldn't that be better than just having? What, what have an if, open what season if, to the to the criminals? What if the mayor of Richmond would have come out and said, I noticed there was a shooting in Virginia Beach in a gun-free zone, a municipal building, and there was a woman who had a conversation the night before with her husband that she wanted to carry for protection and the law prohibited it. And they what, decided not to carry the gun. And, and the mayor of Richmond took that information and went to the nearest microphone and said, ladies and gentlemen, I want those in the Richmond City's municipal buildings to be safe. Therefore... I am allowing them to carry firearms as they legally allowed to protect themselves. Can you imagine that? They have to have a, a certificate. And you can't just get the certificate. It's not like something that comes out of a bubblegum machine. You have to actually what have some now? knowledge. The, the conceal and carry. Oh, a conceal and carry. If You've they have a conceal and carry permit. Sure, he can, he can put that restriction on it as well. A conceal and carry permit. Those people can Can you imagine the difference? I remember when Liberty University came out and said, we're going to allow students who can carry a firearm to carry on the campus of Liberty University. And I remember thinking, what a statement they just said to every bad guy that all the other universities are fine, but don't you dare step on this one. We'll fight you. Can you imagine the difference? The lady down there that had the discussion with her husband about whether or not to carry her gun because it was against the rules, and she was concerned about a certain individual, as were many others, she didn't carry her gun. She decided to follow the rules, didn't carry her gun, and they buried her about a week and a half ago. It's unbelievable. Mayor, you're wrong on this. Mayor Stoney, you're just, you're, you're misguided. You're, you're making confused. it easy for the criminals. Don't what? you love that word, criminal? They're yeah. making it easy for the criminals. Why do that? Why put a sign up that says there's no guns here? Come shoot us. Why don't you put the other sign up? You can try, but there might be somebody in here that'll fight you back. There's a difference. The left is convinced that the government can protect you. The conservatives are saying, look, you got to take care of yourself. There's this thing called the Second Amendment. It's why it, it exists. It's not for hunting. It's for safety and protection of life on this July 4th week. Your phone calls next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW, 92.7 FM. Well, let me say this. I think we need to do more to protect all of our citizens. I have long advocated, uh, this is not what today is about, but there are too many guns on the street. We lose 93 million Americans a day to gun violence. I mean, I've long talked about this. Our version of the Federalist Papers, without all the reading. 
the Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. It's my favorite holiday, honestly. July 4th coming up, the signing of the Declaration, how Virginia was so instrumental in that. And now we're finding out that Virginia could go blue. It could go blue this fall, permanently almost. The Commonwealth of Virginia is in the left crosshairs. It will never go permanently blue. I'm telling you, I'm nervous If Washington about would just annex Northern Virginia, the station, I mean, the state would be so red, it, you could see it from space. Well, they, uh, when I say they, the liberals, California billionaire Tom Steyer has announced that he's going to put $1 million towards uh, engagement to help flip the state legislature. He said this is a specific focus on the two chambers of legislation, and each one of them can turn blue this year, says a California billionaire. He said, obviously, there's something that would be incredibly important. Also, Priorities USA and Emily's List will spend a combined 600000 for a digital campaign aimed at getting out the vote for the Democrats. Virginia, hang on. It's going to be a rough ride. If we get through this fall without the General Assembly flipping the blue in both houses, it'll be, I think, a miracle unless we're able to do something about this million dollars put in by a billionaire from California. We need to get the majority out to vote. We need to get the silent majority out there. It is uh, It's nerve-wracking, a little concerning. All right, coming up. Uh, more about the uh, debate. Got just a ton more clips. But Virginia, it's for smokers, right? No, only over your 21. It's a new law starting July 1st. And um, the debate, it's about paying more in taxes. Uh, but, you, but remember, you like it for what you get. You'll like it. Don't worry. The government's going to give you so many things. Just give us more money. I like it already, and I haven't received a thing. All right, to check us out at WNTW The Answer, WNTW The Answer. Click on a Lee Brothers Take Sheet R page. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. We are giving away in the tax code about $1.3 trillion a year. most offensive statement ever. And I want my share of it. So Virginia is for smokers. Only if you're over 21. We'll debate that. There's new wasn't laws. It, the new, wasn't it going to be Virginia's for learners? Oh, it's ridiculous. I learners that smoke. <laughs> That's right. And new laws are coming uh, July 1st. But first, um, you're paying more in taxes. After that debate last night, they win. Hang on to your pocket. That's next. Virginia citizens and American patriots. Radio as the founding fathers intended. Those like Thomas Jefferson, who penned the declaration on this July 4th week. The Lee Brothers, my name is Scott Lee. I'm Richard Lee. Thanks for joining us this uh, humid, hot Friday afternoon. It's a little toasty out there. We might have some pop-up storms, scattered showers this evening. Be careful in your commute home. And it's... Uh, you know, Fourth of July is coming up. Please don't be one of those individuals that f- shoots a firearm into the air. Just please, no kidding. Don't I mean, do it's, that. It's, it's, it's simple things, quite honestly. And the, the people who do that are probably going to vote for the Democrats in the debate I saw last night. So here's what we learned: 
from about 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. last night, we learned that America is like the Holocaust with the way we're putting kids in cages. America's racist. America's state-sponsored crime. We have concentration camps, as AOC has pointed out. We have concentration camps in America. We, and the average age is like seven, I think. <laughs> we learned that uh, health care is a right because it was stated so many times. We learned that it's in the Constitution. We should have a value added tax on top of everything. That was talked about last night. We had to decriminalize illegal immigration, completely just not even make it illegal anymore. There ought to be reparations for slavery. There but, is there is massive income inequality. If you own a business, you should be taxed. At the lowest rate of 70%. Right. 70% across the board for businesses, if not higher. Because you're the evil corporation that holds back the American worker and the new American worker. They were told last night, to your point, that we should fear companies. We were told last night that government is good, markets are bad. We were told last night that tax cuts cause debts. And deficit. In other words, you keeping your money is the reason we overspend, which is absolutely insane. We're told that America is kidnapping kids and is about child abuse. We're told that diversity is what made America great, not freedom and liberty. You know, Bernie Sanders would love to own every company in America. He's a socialist. He would like to own every company in America. And that way, we could all live in little pink houses and wear great outfits to to work and we would get paid what they say we get paid and we would get to eat what they say we get to eat and if there's there room those in our like house that. for more people uh you can expect the doorbell to ring anytime we're also told that they're going to ban guns all that was last night it's an amazing for two hours i sat there and thought man america sucks uh, a government's the only answer, and everybody I ever thought wasn't a threat is it. Every company I buy things from is a threat. The CEO is a threat. Uh, there's massive uh, income inequality. I'm thinking, these people stole money from me? I learned last night to hate my American citizens because they're racist. I learned last night to hate corporations because they're hurting me. I learned last night that government is the solution. That if I could just have Bernie Sanders in charge of a huge government— then I would be okay, but he did be on. He was honest last night. Well, he learned so much that it made us angry. We should hit each other really hard right now. You have made me Here. very angry. I'll go first. <laughs> Here's what we did learn last night from Bernie Sanders. We learned this. Yes, they will pay more in taxes, but less in health care for what they get. Thank you. Less. Yes, they. Yes, they will pay more in taxes. What was that again? Less in health care. Yeah, you'll pay more in taxes. You're at 28% tax rate now. Soon you'll be on a 68 to 78% tax rate. But you'll get more in health care than you expect. You believe that? Is that what Americans want? Have we come to the point where Americans are willing to give up their freedom, which is their money, for a, a promise? I mean, Bernie Sanders is saying... Give me more money, and I promise you health care at a lower cost? Well, what kind of health care, Bernie? I'm just curious. For my money that I'm giving to the federal government, I, I'm trusting you with it. That you're going to give me what kind of health care? Is it going to be like this before? Is it going to be like the post line or I'm at the post office where I'm standing in line? Is that the kind of health care I'm going to get? Because I don't is, like is that, Is it going to be like Obamacare? I have a friend. She signed up for Obamacare. She lost her job. The company closed. She signed up for Obamacare. She had a ton of money in savings, and she paid for it. For a good while. And uh, they called up after the 
first of the year to do the reset, you know, and see where she stood there. And when they found out she was unemployed, they lost their minds. They said, you can't be on this program if you're not working. And they took her health care away. Yeah, I, I think I was a thug. <laughs> exactly. And you created a thug's life of health care. Well, they are taking health care away. They're taking health insurance away. They want a, they want a Medicaid for all system. Isn't there a song called Thug's Life? That's No, I don't. Oh, there's a... No, I was thinking of Thug's Life. No, there's not. Well, there's going to be a, a song called Thug's Life. I'm going to have to write that one, too. So what do we know about the Democrats last night? The tax cuts or tax increases are coming. Every one of them trashed the tax cuts of Trump. But then Bellagio said, what is the heart and soul of Democrats? Listen to this. Well, let me tell you what we're hearing here already in the first round of questions is that battle for the heart and soul of our party. I want to make it clear. This is supposed to be the party of working people. Yes, we're supposed to be for a 70% tax rate on wealthy. Yes, 70% tax rate on the wealthy. Is that that even 70% on the wealthy. So if... You know, the big problem here is you need to find out what their definition of healthy is, because I'm sure. <laughs> exactly. I mean, wealthy, healthy. I'm sure you're going to be very surprised to find out that you're a lot wealthier than you thought you were until they take 70 percent of your money in taxes. So we just learned the Bernie Sanders promised the middle class a tax increase. He said that we played it for you. And then right after that. Uh, Bellagio says the heart and soul of the Democratic Party is a 70 percent increase on the wealthy. I think you need to be very concerned. And by the way, all this is for what? It's for a promise, a promise that you can trust the federal government to make this utopia come true for you. Is America at that point now? Because there's a fundamental difference in philosophy between the Republican Party and Democrats in this area. The Republicans have confidence in you. The Democrats see you as a serf and peasant and must be taken care of by them. What, what is freedom to you? What is July 4th all about? When you start celebrating this week, are you going to say, man, I am glad the Declaration of Independence exists so I can give more money to Bernie Sanders, Mayor de Blasio, and they're going to provide me with health care? Is that the system you want? Is anybody out there going to tell their family and their kids and anyone's at their home what the real meaning of the 4th of July is while you're grilling your hot dogs and hamburgers your big old thick nasty snakes, and by the way, if you're cooking those steaks, uh, Lee Brothers, Patriots at the Lee Brothers, let us know, and we will we will be there. We'll be there for this. The is steaks. But the thing is, how many people are going to actually tell their family the real meaning of the Fourth of July? Is it just going to be another day off? Well, maybe they don't know to go to the pool. Well, do some research. Google it. Do some research. Find out what the real meaning of the 4th of July is and share it with your kids. The real meaning of the 4th of July is a 70% tax rate for the wealthy and a promised tax increase for the middle class, according to Bernie Sanders. You know, how many Americans died so we could celebrate the 4th of July? And a 7% the 4th of July increase. celebrates our freedoms. Here's the rest of uh, De- De- De Blasio. I almost almost said something else. Here it is. Party of working people. Yes, we're supposed to be for 70 percent tax rate on the wealthy. Yes, we're supposed to be for free college, free public college for our young people. We are supposed to break up big corporations when they're not serving our democracy. This Democratic Party has to be strong and bold and progressive. 
And in New York, we've proven that we can do something very different. We can put money back in the hands of working people. And let me tell you, every time you talk about investing in people and their communities, you hear folks say there's not enough money. What I say to them every single time is there's plenty of money in this world. There's plenty of money in this country. It's just in the wrong hands. We Democrats have to fix that. And the people are going nuts applauding. They're going to break up big corporations who aren't playing by their rules who are doing the things they want them to do, we'll break them. What are they going to walk into? We've come to break you up. You're either going to play by the rules or you're out of here. Spoken like a true dictator. How pathetic is that? 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. Lee and Lee, the trial lawyers of political talk radio. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Look up when the world gets you down And you're going to get by some you know, the, the, I busted out laughing a couple times during the debate, only because I didn't quite understand the words they were using. For example, this Castro guy, I think it was uh, the first debate, he, he said a couple things. I was like, excuse me, what? how come no one asks what that means? Listen to him. Uh, yes, it would. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. Justice. <laughs> reproductive. So if you're giving birth to a criminal... Exactly. That's what I said. What is reproductive justice? So I I Googled the word justice, and I was like, how many definitions are there? So justice is like fairness. um, But the one that comes to mind is kind of like what you're saying. You know, the administration of law or the authority in maintaining this. So when you say, I don't only believe in reproductive freedom— which they have now. Yeah, well, everybody Essentially, does. all over the place. They can, they can get it. If they, they want to get an abortion, they can get an abortion. But what is reproductive justice? He actually tries to define it. Here he goes. Uh, I don't believe only in reproductive uh, freedom. I believe in reproductive justice. I mean, do they even know what they're clapping for? If you're in the audience, you're like, woohoo, yeah, I don't know why I'm clapping. I'm not sure, but it sounds, sounds like that should be other people are clapping. I should clap. I mean, I guess if you had a banner that says reproductive justice, people are going to go, yeah, I'm for that. I'm absolutely for that. What is that? (laughs) All right, he continues. These people aren't going to ask the question. You know, what that means is that just because a woman, or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, a trans female, uh, is poor, doesn't mean they shouldn't have exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. Okay, so they have the right to choose. They also have the right to pay for it. So that's what trans, that's what reproductive justice means, is that someone else should pay for it? That's what it means. He's, and a he transgender. Just, he just what is he talking said, about? He just said, I'm also for reproductive trans women who have now decided they're a man. Unfortunately, there's a bun in the oven. And who's going to pay for it? Because they can't afford it? That's reproductive justice. Yeah, I, I, men were having babies. No, listen men to it are again. having babies. Listen are to you it. nuts? <laughs> listen to men this. are listen. not having babies. Hang on, let's hear it again. Fidel Jr., I mean, come on. Or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, a trans female. Trans female. So a trans female is one who is a man who wants to be a female. Or That's trans a female. female who wants he, to be a man. He specifically said female. If he's talking about, well, a trans female would have to... Yeah, you're right. It would have That's to be right. a man 
going to, to be, be a, a woman. To be a trans female, you have to have a man first. And then you stick him in a dress and bingo. So he thinks this guy's a moron. He actually thinks that reproductive freedom and reproductive justice applies to trans women who can't be pregnant. The Democrats have lost their mind on this. When did all this trans stuff start? It gets me a headache thinking about it. Well, then not to be be a drag queen, be a drag queen. But don't use the word trans around me. Okay. Okay. We want There's trans fats and stuff and I don't eat them. So not only do trans women eat them, I might eat them. Trans women have a right to an abortion, which they can can't get pregnant. But how about transgender black people? Cory Booker on the first debate, I don't know how he came up with this. This is this is what I was telling you. It makes you laugh. These people are unbelievable. How they just listen to what he says. Look, civil rights is some place to begin, but in the African American civil rights community, another place to focus on was to stop the lynching of African Americans. Wait, wait, hang we on do a not okay. hang on a second. Hang on before you go any further. I, what did I? I missed a major news story. There's <laughs> lynchings all the time I mean, going on stop. all over the country. I'm lynchings. telling you, what a Cory Booker! You are so what an idiot. Full of. Stop Crap. the lynching in America. There's no There's lynching no of black people in America. America. If there were, it would be all over the news. Right. Thank you. Another place to focus on was to stop the lynching of African-Americans. We do not talk enough about trans Americans, especially African-American trans Americans. And wow, that's quite the contingency there. Oh, yeah. Hi. Uh, uh, I'm, an Afri- I'm a trans American. Wait a minute. I'm more than just a trans American. I'm an African-American trans-American. It's going to, before you get too long, you're getting in line at the grocery store and they're going to say, <laughs> do you have your ID and what are you today? I'm an African-American trans-American gender woman. I don't know what I am. I, How does he come up with that? Is Cory Booker really thinking at this point right now, I'm trying to make a point about civil rights. Did he say African-American trans-American? Yes, yes. He, well, let's find out. Shall we play it again? Yes. Another place to focus on was to stop the lynching of African-Americans. We do not talk enough about trans-Americans, especially African-Americans. Well, for, we don't talk enough trans- about trans-Americans? Ameri- What's a trans-American? Is that uh, somebody who's trying American to today and a Canadian tomorrow? He's trying to say transgender. That's what he's trying to say. He's trying to say, I guess, because that would have to be, I'm American today, but tomorrow I think I'll be Canadian. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I All could right. be French. All right, your phone calls. It could happen. 454-1366, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. The Lee Brothers, practicing the First Amendment and using the Second, only when necessary. 820 WNTW. So so we'll try to get back with this Booker, uh, Cory Booker, talking about transgender black people. We'll play that clip in a second. But we've got a program change coming up on the radio program. Lee Brothers will no longer be on Friday 3 to 6. Our show will be 8 to 10 Saturday morning starting July 13th. Changes happen in the radio station that are above the Lee Brothers even control. And uh, and so those are the updates. We'll keep you posted on our Facebook page. Starts at, July 13th. And WNTWTheAnswer.com by clicking on the Lee Brothers all right, coming up, more Booker uh, talking about this transgender black people and the new law starting July 1st. That's dead ahead. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7. Up Tired of talk shows where hosts think they know everything? Call the Lee Brothers. The Lee Brothers on 820 WNTW. Oh! Too funny. 
in some emails at patriots at theleebrothers.com. By the way, just after 534 outside the capital of the Commonwealth, the Lee Brothers, my name's Scott Lee, my co-host, my friend and my brother sitting to my left. To his left, sometimes his far left. Is Richard Lee. Uh, emails are coming in at Patriots at theleebrothers.com and on our Facebook page. Yes, uh, we are moving to Saturdays, 8 to 10, starting July 13th. So the uh, the three-year uh, reign here at uh, on Fridays from 3 to 6 on WNTW is, is changing. The station owners uh, think that it's good for the station, and uh, we are serving at their pleasure. So we will be on the air from 8 to 10 on Saturday morning starting July 13th. So July 5th, which is Friday, next Friday, we'll be sitting right here 3 to 6 and for our final show live, uh, live on the Fridays from 3 to 6. Otherwise, Saturday 8 to 9. Thanks for your support, and uh, we'll keep you updated uh, throughout the weeks with our Facebook page and at WNTWTheAnswer.com. All right, back to this, Cory Booker and the transgender black people. Let me start over, play the entire clip, and then uh, we'll comment on it because, quite honestly, Richard and I were talking about the break. We don't know how this translated in his mind, but the left is uh, not always clear. Here they are. Civil rights is some place to begin, but in the African-American civil rights community, another place to focus on was to stop the lynching of African-Americans. We do not talk enough about trans Americans, especially African American trans Americans, and the incredibly high rates of murder right now. We don't talk enough about how many children, about 30% of LGBTQ kids, who do not go to school because of fear. It's not enough just to be on the Equality Act. I'm an original co-sponsor. We need to have a president that will fight to okay. protect LGBTQ Americans every single day from violence. Thank you, Senator. What would that look like? Yeah, what is this president going to do? Yeah, right. That's what the next know. four hours are my LGBTQ hours today, <laughs> so no calls. Let me take care of some business. What does that look like? A president who's going to fight for the LGBTQ community. I think all of those folks in Congress uh, have had every opportunity to fight for the LGBTQ community. They could pass laws, do whatever. You know, and as far as I noticed he got away from the hanging of the African-Americans because that lynching. is complete crap. Lynching, yeah. It, a, People aren't being lynched. Being lynched. Of course not. So here's the deal. The the thing I don't understand is about the uh, the stats. His stats are left. Left has so many stats. There are more murders of of uh, transgenders. Where where is that happening? There's murders of trans people are murdering transgenders. That's not happening. And if there's thirty percent of kids who are transgender don't want to go to school. So what's the solution, Corey? Are you saying they're not going to school for what reason? Because we're mean, evil people? The left controls the media. If all they of these transgender folks are being harmed, killed, whatever, why is it not all over the mainstream media? Of course. Uh, right. Exactly. So this didn't stop there. There was a big conversation last night about diversity. Here's a clip. I believe this is Bernie Sanders being asked a question about diversity. Listen to this. Many Democrats are very excited by the diversity of this field. I get a kick out of that initially. Many Democrats are excited about the diversity of the field. Really? Am I missing something here? Do people really look and say black, white, gay, straight, lesbian, non-lesbian, LGBT, uh, Asian, all that, and go, I'm excited about it? Or do they think, are Americans more about policy and what's really... 
I'm shocked at this. I really am. I guess I missed it, but this is Chuck Todd again asking Bernie Sanders the question. Many Democrats are very excited by the diversity of this field on this stage and on last night's stage. And the perspective that diversity brings to this contest and to these issues. Are you telling Democratic voters that diversity shouldn't matter when they make this decision? No, absolutely not. So it should matter when we make the decision. So diversity should be part of the decision making. In other words, I'm going to look and vote based upon their gender. Who how they, diverse they are. How diverse they are. That's Who's got white hair? Who's got black hair? Who wears glasses? You know, quite honestly, I don't make any decisions in my life at all based upon diversity. Not a single one. Well, I can, make them based upon character, on positions, on how they think. Where they stand. Exactly. The positions before them. Is that them, weird now? Or and is that, where they stand on the positions that are in dire need for this country. So, again, the question... Continue. Diversity shouldn't matter when they make this decision. No, absolutely not. Uh, Unlike the Republican Party, we encourage diversity. We believe in diversity. That's what America is about. (laughs) I love that. Unlike the Republicans, we believe in diversity. Those Republicans, they don't believe in it, you see. It's like a ghost. It's like they don't believe in diversity. So what do they do? They do nothing. Republicans aren't walking around seeing the color of people's skin. Democrats do. I, I, I don't even know what he means by this. Republicans don't believe in diversity. But there is something at the end that was interesting that he said. It, That's what America is about. Is that what it's about? I mean, here we are coming into the week of July 4th. Do you think the founding fathers who penned the Declaration and the Constitution and the Federalist Papers were thinking... Hey, you know what America's about? Diversity. Yeah, they wouldn't have named that old wooden ship diversity (laughs) if that weren't the case. This is so unbelievable to me how it is turned to make diversity something of of greatness of America. That's a buzzword. The, the, The truth is, the truth is, diversity is just, it's just a fact. It's nothing more than that. It's not a benefit. It's not a, a, a disadvantage. It's just a fact. It has no bearing on the greatness of America. Why, why is this constantly thrown in our face that America is great because it's diverse? America is great because of what happened on July 4th, 1776, quite honestly. Wesley from Woodbridge, you're on AM820 WNTW with the Lee Brothers. Welcome to the program. Thank you, guys. Hey, listen, I, there's a lot of diversity in that field. I mean, you've got, you've got uh, I call them the trail mix candidates because you've got fruits, you've got <laughs> you've, you've got uh, Marxists, socialists, liberals, um, communists, just outright communists. Um, you've got um, educable, barely educable, marginally stupid. I mean, a lot of diversity on that stage. There's a lot of diversity on that stage. But, I, you know, one, one point, too, you guys love history. I, I love history. Who were we in 1607? We were British, right? So yeah. if you want to look at it from the perspective of, and I'm going for reparations on this because that got brought up. And that is, we're, if we're Brits in 1607, we lost about 600,000 men in the Civil War to correct that as Americans. So we weren't Brits when we corrected that. But it did take some time to correct that. But, you know, 
the other thing too is look up uh, somebody by the name of William Ellison. Uh, what was what was the last name again? William Ellison. Ellison. William Ellison. Ellison. He was a black slave owner uh-huh. in South Carolina, and at the time he, he died in 1861. But at the time he owned around about 90 slaves and was wealthier than 90 percent of the whites in the South. Yep. So question question I have too is if we pay reparations, what how is how's Hussein Obama going to uh, pay reparations? Is he going to since he's a half Caucasian um, American? Well, the uh, thing is, is he- the majority of of blacks here in the United States today have nothing they to do have, they have have no nothing. ancestors that were slaves. Just because you're an African American does not mean you have ancestors that were here in this country as a slave. I just don't like the phrase African-American either. I don't either. I, I you're like American, American or you're not. not. One or the other. Exactly. Here is, um, here. well, we don't have time for this clip, but you know what, Wes, you're, you're exactly, you're, you're right. That was a there, great call, There's Wes. diversity on the stage, but I can't believe the diversity that's there. I, I, I honestly thought in our country we could agree on some things. Socialism, communism, Marxism are dangerous more government is dangerous. I, I wish that both parties could say these are the things we agree as Americans. Instead, I feel like there's a debate between American constitutional limited government and a bunch of communists that showed up on the shore and said, I want to run for president, and I don't care what the Constitution says. It's it's disheartening. It's frustrating. And after watching that debate last night, I, I just I, I can't believe this is this is a thought process in the United States of America, the home of Jefferson, Thomas Jefferson, John Adams, Patrick Henry, George Washington. It's crazy. All right, your phone calls are next, 454-1366, Lee Brothers 820, WNTW 92.7 FM. Making radio great again. The Lee Brothers, 820 WNTW. It's, 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 it's the ringtone that everyone wants. Everybody in Cleveland, get Obama phone. And lets everyone around you know exactly where you stand. Presenting the Obama phone ringtone. Obama phone. The Obama phone ringtone is free. You on full stamps, you on social security, you got low income, you disability. Like everything should be, if you be disenfranchised, whatever that means. You know. Your bail bondsman is calling. Your mama's calling. Your ex-husband is calling. He sucks. Because the right to a free cell phone ringtone is guaranteed in the Constitution. You know? Or it will be soon, depending on who wins Ohio. Keep Obama in president. The Obama phone ringtone. Free to Obama phone holders. The one ringtone that screams entitlement. New from the free app store. EBT cards sold separately. I'm Barack Obama. And I approve this message. Somebody once told me the world is going to roll me. So I couldn't help but think of that when I watched the debate last night. And we are back right in the thick of this, man. More government, the better. It's Obama phone is the perfect little uh, soundbite cliche for the left. Perfection, that is. All right. What can they do for you today? Not what have you done for them. Right, exactly. Let government take from others and give it to you. Yep. So, and on your family. July 1st is uh, a time for new laws here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. One of those Richard and I have been arguing about is it's raising the minimum age to buy tobacco to 21 so that no high school student should be able to purchase tobacco products. I think that's a great law. I think it's perfect. 
So currently it's sitting at 18. And uh, there's a waiver on this that if you're serving in the military, you can still buy cigarettes, which is, I guess, makes sense to some some level, I guess, doesn't it? Are you okay with that one? Sure. <laughs> if you're in the military, sure. Right. The military should talk to you about quitting. But if you're in the military, sure. But uh, as far as everyone else goes, I think 25 is the perfect age to start. And that'll be the next bill, 25. Yeah, right, sure. And, and, and bills solve everything. So I'm just glad that we are going to say, hey, let's stop smoking and, and 21. It's amazing how many so people are rallied idea? behind this. What's your idea? Even Jennifer Hunter from the Altria Group has rallied behind it and said, oh, yeah, 21 is the way to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Look, it's so tobacco. Where do you, where do, why do I'm you okay say with 18. I'm okay with they it. can smoke at seven or eight years old? Why do you say that? <laughs> well, first of all, I didn't say that. I appreciate you putting words in my mouth. That's that's actually really, really not true at all. That's actually not. So you do you think there should be no restrictions be, at all? So, hey, seven and eight-year-olds. Did I, I didn't say that either. Can buy. I didn't say that either. And smoke. I didn't say that. The cigarettes. current law is at 18. I don't have a problem with the current law. You'd have 12-year-olds with that OCPD. Why are you missing this? Why, why don't you? Are you purposely trying to not catch what I'm telling you? No, I'm catching. No, you're I'm, not. Because you go to 12, I said 18. I like the law, and you okay. tell me it's not the case. So you want 18. I think so the law is fine the way it is. By the 23, books. they'll have OCPD. Right. By 18. That will help the medical field tremendously. Uh, I think so. I'm all for medical. Here's what's funny about this, I, and in all, all fairness, and all joking aside, it, we're, we're, we're passionate about trying to stop kids from smoking, right? The Virginia Attorney General, Mark Herring, you, but I am. just recently called for the legalization of marijuana in the state. So what age will that be, Mark Herring? And the left, Tim Kaine, and everyone else who thinks 21 is the appropriate age to buy tobacco. And they're scared to death that the kids that will smoke tobacco before 21, but we're willing to legalize marijuana, and I'm sure that will be fine to be smoked anywhere you want, well, right? Well, for medical reasons, seven to eight years old is a good good age to start with the marijuana. Yeah, medical reasons. That's you serious. know, and then if they just want to get, you know, stoned off their gourd, 12 to 14 years old is a good age to start. On the marijuana? That's I mean, let's just be consistent. Me. Let's just be consistent. If we're going to be so passionate I think that tobacco to 25 is evil. And they tax the daylights out of it. If tobacco is evil, then is marijuana not evil and we need to legalize marijuana and make it? When can we smoke marijuana? Is there going to be an age on that or not? We can after the show. If you Oh, oh, you meant. I'm asking. I'm that. sorry. I'm, yeah. um. <laughs> Very funny. Um, I mean, what's the, where's the, uh, I just get a kick out of a few years ago. Smoking was the worst possible thing you can do. Democrats hate tobacco, big tobacco. Now they're all huge fans of big marijuana, apparently. So it's. it's yeah. You know why? They probably all bought stock in, the, <laughs> exactly. in these marijuana companies that are just waiting to launch. I you know, supposedly Reynolds Metals. I mean, not Reynolds Metals. That would that wouldn't make any sense at all. Um, it's the big Altria. Tobacco, Altria. Big, the the Altria big tobacco group. company here. Altria Group. Okay, Philip Morris. Anyway, they supposedly are all set up to package marijuana. Oh, I'm sure. Why not? Let me tell you, this is because when this it's is legalized, it's going to go nuts. Well, I think there's uh, there's a bunch of questions about marijuana, isn't there? Will the will the roads be safer with legalized pot? Is marijuana a harmless drug with little impact on public health and addiction? I mean, there's there's a lot of questions to be asked, and I would suggest to you that the marijuana today is not the marijuana of uh, grandfather, if you know what I mean. It's uh, it's not helpful. No, it's probably 
Got a lot more chemicals in it. Oh, a lot more potent. A lot more potent than what you and I used to smoke. I mean, but people used to smoke in the <laughs> I've past. Never, they, come on. It's not even right. All right, there's another law. We're just Ju- kidding. We're kidding. Up July here. 1st is another law. It's a handheld personal communications device law, and it's uh, around highway work zones. So, in other words, a cell phone. Prohibits any person from holding a cell phone device in his hand while driving a motor vehicle in a highway work zone. Well, what if you're just holding it? No, no, you cannot hold it. You're not talking, you're not texting, you're not communicating. The bill says holding the communications device. Huh. You don't know. There's no way to know if you're holding it or not. The bill provides that a violation is punishable by a mandatory fine of $250. Current law prohibits any reading of an email or text on the device and manually entering letters or texts in the device as a means of communication uh, already. So there is this new law starting July 1st that you can't hold the phone in your hand in a work zone. Hold the phone. What do you think? What do you think? I think that if you're cloaked in the words of the Lord, (laughs) they can't see the phone anyway. (laughs) They won't even see you go by. (laughs) That's hilarious. What was that? I felt that wind. That was someone cloaked in the words of the Lord. (laughs) Pete Buttigieg, cloaked in 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 religious words is what he said. Cloaked in religious religious words, but it's going to evolve from there. Yeah, right. You you have to know that. Butthead is. So you're okay with this law? I'm sure you are. Absolutely. Yeah. Actually, what what do you think I am? You think I'm okay with this? No, not at all. Because it's a law. No, you don't like. You're you're a criminal at heart. No, you don't like. I actually think it's okay. I'm I'm, I'm okay with this one. Yeah, completely okay with this. Liar, liar. And and the work zone, absolutely. Yeah, both hands on the wheel and pay attention. I think it's fine to have the law. Will it be obeyed? Who knows? Doesn't matter. It's all good. See? There you are. Your phone call's next, 454-1366. Lee Brothers 820 WNTW 92.7 FM. And that's a wrap. It's a fruit and berry and nut food on my table wrap from the Democratic Party. I'd rather have, <laughs> I'd rather have food on my family from food George family. Bush than food on my table right. from Ms. La- Ms. Harris. A uh, quick shout-out to the 56 signers of the Declaration of Independence. 52 were active members of the church who did something that was utterly amazing for the cause of freedom on the planet Earth. It was unbelievable. They pledged their lives, their fortunes, and their sacred honor. You don't have to do that, but you need to stand for what they stood for. And if they were alive today, my, what a difference it would be. Um... A shout out to my family. I've had my grandkids in town all week. It's been wonderful. So thanks for joining us. We'll see you next Friday right here at 820 WNTW. Patriotism swells in the heart of the American bear. My friends, we did it. We weren't just marking time. We made a difference. We made the city stronger. We made the city freer. And we left her in good hands. All in all, not bad. Not bad at all. And so, bye. God bless you. And God bless the United States of America.